Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Good evening, and welcome to Rainer's Radio. This is Diane Thomas, your host. Let's just take a moment and relax, and anything else that's going on, just let it fall by the wayside. Just uh, make yourself comfortable with God. Remember, he's for you. He's not trying to catch you at making mistakes. We're all on the same side. We're all in him. We're all with him. He wants you to succeed. We just need to understand our idea of success is often very different than his. We often are looking to our actions, what we accomplish for him, all different kinds of things as to how successful we are. He's all about being one with us. His success, what he is working towards is that we would become one, spirit, soul, and body in him. So it's not about accomplishing him. Remember, God doesn't need your help. God doesn't need anything from you. He gave you everything you have. So he already had it. If he needed it, he wouldn't have given it to you. He wants you, who you are, spirit, soul, and body. That's what he's after. That's his purpose. That's what he's looking for. That's his goal. We've talked before about the process that we're going through is what matters, not the the final result, not even where we started, not that he gets honor and glory. He's never said, okay, you know, you're, uh, I'm, I'm short on honor. Somebody honor me. Somebody glorify me. Instead, he's looking for a people who will know him and be known of him, be one with him. He knows all your needs. He knows your wounds. He knows how harsh you are on yourself or how blind you are to your faults. You know, he gave you the temperament, the way your soul is put together. He gave you the temperament he wanted you to have. And you agreed to it. Whatever is going on in your life, you agreed to this. Because you trusted God, because you knew that he loved you, and that the results would be worth whatever circumstances you had to deal with here on this earth. This is a temporary zone. We're not going to be here for eternity, whatever that is. We are just passing through. This is a way station where we're learning him as the way, the way, the truth, and the life. This is the way. Walk ye in it. 
So it's about our walking. It's about the process. And we've talked before about my little illustration of experiencing God, being being on a deserted island. Nobody else there, no Bible, nobody to teach you about God. Would you be able to know him? Would you be able to develop a relationship with God on a deserted island without anybody to teach you, without any reference point? Would God be enough? Would God himself be enough? You'd have plenty of time to just be in his presence, just be available. And we've learned a lot that that's so much a part of the game, is just being available. He's not out to make things hard, but sometimes the simplicity of how he presents himself, it's hard to accept that he's made the way. He's paid your your debt, your your everything. He's taking care of everything in order to have a relationship with you. And all he asks for is relationship, you. He's going to take care of all the processing. In his time, in the order that he chooses, that's all up to him. And in order to not interfere with what he's doing, I mean, when he knocks and and he draws our attention to something of that that he's doing we drop everything and we go say okay god what's what's up with this and we enjoy that with him but then the rest of the time we don't just try to find something to do we understand we start to learn remember he's your guidance counselor he's your he's your teacher your he is your pastor. He is your uh, healer. He is your comforter. He has the answers to every question you've had. And because we now understand that as a spirit being, we have a soul and we live in a body, and we're somewhat familiar with how the body works, but we aren't very familiar with how the soul works, And God does not want us ignorant. He does not want us ignorant about this, how we are to function here in this earth zone. Now, Paul talks about it in specifics about the way the devil works. We are to not be ignorant of his ways. But that goes to all our enemies and our friends. You know, just as much as we should not be ignorant about how the devil works, we should not be ignorant about how angels work. We should not be ignorant about what death is, or sin, or joy, or the abilities of our soul. We should not be ignorant about the difference between natural, supernatural, and spiritual. We should not be ignorant. So we allow God to teach us. We allow him to draw us 
in the direction he wants us to go. Again, there's going to be times when when he stirs up something that he wants to teach you, and then he draws you into a different direction. That's his prerogative. He knows what he has coming up for you, and he wants you to be ready. Now, again, his idea of, of readiness, being prepared, is different than ours. We think that being ready and being prepared for what comes next means it won't happen to us, whatever it is. But that's not what it means at all. It means that when the winds blow, when the storms rage against our house, it will stand. It's not that the the storms stop. Sometimes they do. It's not that the rain doesn't fall. Sometimes it does stop. But what matters is what does what do the storms reveal? Do we have the confidence that comes from knowing God? Not just about him, but by experience. And it's not just information. But it's knowing by experience. Experiencing his love, experiencing his healing, experiencing his joy. That's something that is very individualized, very personal. So we take what God is teaching us And you, you take what God is teaching you and take it seriously. If you need to make an appointment for yourself, a couple times a week or whatever, that you're going to spend time with God specifically talking to him or learning from him about this specific issue, do that. Whatever it takes, take it seriously. Because these are opportunities God wants us to value. You know, we look out through through history, through time, and we see these great, uh, you know, changes in the way God has revealed himself. You know, the great movements of God, the, um, you know, uh, restoration of different aspects of, of his movements. And we think, oh, well, that's what he's going to do, or that's what it, we're waiting for, or that's what matters. When in actuality, that's all a spillover of what God had been doing in people's lives and is already doing in people's lives and will always be doing in people's lives. Let's not wait for an event or something public or even something that's going on in somebody else's life. Wait for him. Wait on him. Wait with him. That doesn't mean we're just sitting around doing nothing. Part of the reason he left us here is to learn responsibility, to learn to develop good judgment, to be of a sound mind. If we, if we aren't having those expectations for ourselves here, we will reject God's healing. If you don't think that God wants to heal you emotionally, for instance, when God 
puts you in those situations to be healed emotionally, you will say, no, thank you. This is part of the problem with thinking that we are just occupying until he comes, you know, the old rapture thing, or, you know, we're going to go to heaven and then everything will be taken care of. Then we'll be healed. Then we'll be whole because we'll be in his presence. Well, you're in his presence now and you have a warped idea about what heaven is. Death is the enemy, not our friend. Life is here. Opportunity is here. And we don't put off till tomorrow what God is doing today. Now change is hard. Healing is hard. Any kind of any kind of healing that God wants to do in your life, there's going to be wounds exposed. And that's hard. We, we, we want to have control over pain. We want to avoid pain. That's most of, for most of us, that's what we spend most of our time trying to do, avoid pain, avoid change. That's why we want to know what God expects of us so we can control how it gets done and then God, oh, can, you know, God will then do his part. If we do our part, he will do his part. It's like, no, he's already done his part and our part. We just accept what he gives us unconditionally and say thank you. And then, because we have received all things, and because we have, are already in his kingdom, and we are, have already received all the eternal life we're ever going to get, then we share it. We express, we express the same character that's in him. His God DNA, his nature is to give. That's what love looks like, giving of himself. So you and I, we will see that in us as well, is whatever he is giving us. And very often it's not going to be something we can recognize. He may encourage us from time to time to get so we can get feedback. Yes, you know, this is something I see change in you, for instance. That's encouragement to us. That's not pointing back and, and showing us, oh, you used to be a terrible person. Not your, now you're not such a terrible person, for instance. No, it's not about that. It's about encouragement that God is changing you. You are being conformed to his likeness and image. Because that's about your soul being freed. But we take our opportunities here to learn about how our soul functions. How these, the supernatural abilities that are in our soul, how they work. And this may seem weird, but they change over time. Now, they're the same supernatural abilities that, for instance, the 12 disciples had. Jesus told them, if you had the faith of a mustard seed and you told that mountain to be cast into the sea, it would be cast into the sea. He didn't say, if you pray to me, that it be cast into the sea. He said, if you say, if you tell the mountain, be cast into the sea. They didn't argue with him. They, it wasn't a surprise to him, to them. 
that those solical, those supernatural abilities were in their soul. And they were being stirred up and enlivened simply by being in his presence. You and I can simply be in his presence. It's not about being in the right conference where the, where the spirit is falling. You know, the spirit's in you. He doesn't need to fall. He's, he, you are in the spirit. He is in you. You're one with him. You don't need a, a greater anointing, a greater stirring up of the spirit. It's 100% already. Accept that. Pay attention to what he's doing. Pay attention to the drawing. This, again, is not about, okay, searching it out. It's about being available. Now, there's going to be times when he wants you to work, when he wants you to research, when he wants you to try things, put aside other things, even other things that you think are important to your ministry. Put them aside and be with him. There's change is hard and it's going to be hard on others as well. So we're looking and we're making ourselves available for God to stir up our supernatural abilities. What do we do then as he's doing that? What do we do with these supernatural abilities. We've been talking about dreams, 